Welcome to The Permanent Things, a discussion of the liberal arts and of the great books and big ideas that have shaped the Western world. I'm Ben Myers, a professor in the Western Civilization Sequence that's part of the core curriculum at Oklahoma Baptist University. Everybody knows, or should, that our free press is a vital part of the American Republic. But what not everybody knows is that our press played a vital part in the founding and establishment of that republic. I sat down with Dr. Carol Humphrey, professor of history at OBU, and the author of several books on the revolutionary era, including this popular engine, The Role of New England Newspapers During the American Revolution, which was published by University of Delaware Press in 1992, and The American Revolution and the Press, The Promise of Independence, which was published by Northwestern University Press in 2013, to discuss the role of the press leading up to and during the Revolutionary War. Dr. Humphrey, welcome to The Permanent Things. How much of a presence was the press in the colonies leading up to the revolution? Well, in the big cities, it was relatively, you know, most cities had two or three newspapers. Out in rural areas, it was not as common, but uh, a lot of times people there would subscribe to them and get them mailed to them. So it was fairly widespread. And um, was there both a kind of Patriot press and a loyalist press? Yes, there was. There were uh, in newspapers that supported the monarchy that kept that way all the way through. And then when when the British would occupy cities, uh, a lot of times loyalist papers would get started. And uh, in fact, one thing I found during my research that I think is just hilariously funny, there was a Charleston newspaper that was a loyalist paper that published a loyalist version of the Declaration of Independence (laughs) where they charged the patriots of all these bad things they were doing to them. It's really funny. (laughs) That's something you wouldn't expect. Yes. (laughs) And so, you know, today... Sometimes the, the the press and the public, sometimes there's some conflict and, and distrust. What was the public view of the press at the time of the revolution? Was it was it trusted by the general public? Most of the people trusted the local papers. Mm-hmm. They weren't as sure about the others. And they definitely, if they were patriots, they didn't trust the loyalist press and vice versa. But by and large, they, and part of that was because they were from small enough towns, they usually knew the people oh. producing the papers. And so, right. you know, they might not trust them if they didn't like the guy, but if they <laughs> did, then they were, you know, fine with it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And uh, building on that trust, how is the press able to move public opinion on issues related to independence and to the war? Well, it kept people informed of what was going on, but it also fired them up sometimes. They did a good job of stirring the waters, I think, somewhat, and getting people upset with things that were happening. And so that got them more excited about it. And they also did a good job, I think, of pointing out the problems that they were having to deal with at, or as they perceived it. And so if the if they didn't declare independence, those were only going to get worse. So. Okay. And, and so you mentioned sometimes just reporting the facts, right? Mm-hmm. That, so did that, that reporting help to shape public op- opinion? In, yeah, because uh, I, I think they usually 
even when they were just telling the story of what happened, you know, they'd always paint the British in a bad light. Mm-hmm and uh, make them look mean and evil, or the loyalists would do the same with the patriots. Uh-huh. But, you know, they always made the other side look bad. One of the things about the press during this era that's hard to, there's no separate thing between news stories and editorials. And so you're reading through this report and there'll be a comment that sounds editorial. Right. And that's just the way it was. Interesting. So they, they could directly sort of attack the problem yes. of public opinion. Yeah. yeah. Now, there were letters that got written that were meant to be more opinionated, uh-huh. but it wasn't a clear distinction like there is now. So was it the case that uh, an event like, say, the the Boston Massacre, mm-hmm. that, that the press would sort of magnify the effect that had on Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They made the British Army look really mean and nasty with that because uh-huh. they just said they ganged up on us. And and you really see that. I mean, that's not in the newspaper per se, but Paul Revere's drawing of it that shows mm-hmm. the troops lined up in a row. There's no way that's the way it happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I guess I fell for it, too. <laughs> yeah, well, because the, the reports we have on it indicate that you know the the soldiers were so scared of the crowd because mm-hmm. I mean there were like six to ten soldiers and there was like fifty people right. in the crowd so yeah they were scared and so they didn't you know do it in a formal way they just reacted and fired into the crowd. Okay, and and in that influence on public opinion, did that reach? pretty much everybody? I mean, who who read the papers? Was it the upper crust or the, the common man? Or Well, uh, most of the subscribers were the upper crust, and so they're probably the most familiar, but there were also a lot of taverns that subscribed, and so the common people would go there and sit. If they could read, they might read it themselves, or if they couldn't, they would sit there while someone else read it out loud. That apparently happened a lot. Oh, wow. That's so, so it was a way for people to know what was going on. And for a lot of people, the, the local tavern was the source of information because they knew they'd have the newspaper. So even if they couldn't read it, they could ask somebody, have you read this? What does it say? And so uh-huh. forth. So that well, That's was, interesting. That's a new perspective. Usually I'm annoyed when I walk into a restaurant and CNN or Fox News or something is on the wall. But yeah. Maybe there's a long tradition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, what role did the press play in the course of the war after Lexington, after things were off Mm -hmm. and running, is there a way you can see the press sort of influencing the actual direction and outcome? Well, I think that their primary role was keeping people informed about what was going on and engaged with what was going Mm -hmm. on so that they were still supporting the war. I mean, you think about it, you know, after... 1776-ish or something, there's no fighting in New England to speak of at all. So what what keeps them engaged in the war is reading in the newspapers about what's going on south of them. And so the newspapers played an important role of keeping people interested in what was going on to make sure that, okay, we got to keep fighting until we win. That's interesting to to think of the war as a distant event for Americans at the time, that they need that paper to, uh, to inform them about. Well, if somebody wanted to uh, learn more about the history of the press in colonial America, mm-hmm. um, they would probably start with your book. Okay. But what, what else would you recommend they, they do? Well, um, 
If they're into reading lots of books, there's one by Arthur Schlesinger called Prelude to Independence. That's oh. really good. It's it. My book actually picks up where his stops uh-huh. because he le- he starts in about 1760, 63 up to 1775, uh-huh. and uh, that was actually the idea. My dissertation director gave me to pick up where that left <laughs> off. So, yeah. Oh, my dissertation director had a stack of note cards in his desk with ideas for thing, research projects oh, wow. he didn't want to do. <laughs> and this was one of them. Uh, but there's also um, a, it's a really old book, but it's by Isaiah Thomas and it's History of the American Press. And mm-hmm. I think that's the title. I have trouble remembering the title. But he basically does it state by state and just talks about all the newspapers and so if you really want to know lots of details he's a good source for that great well i'll link to those in the comment section thank you for taking a a minute to talk to us hey that's great thank you